0: Welcome to Walking Together, a podcast all about encouraging each other as we follow Jesus together. I'm your host, Dennis Lavelle. Let's start walking. Admittedly, there is a short list of words that I would be happy never to hear again for the rest of my life. Some of those words are COVID, rapid test, social distancing, and Zoom. In the mid-14th century, The city we live in, Bruges, Belgium, was nearly wiped out by the Black Death. Matter of fact, it wiped out one third of the European population. And obviously, it could have been much worse if they had modern transportation like we have today. But we tend to forget that sicknesses and diseases have been around since the beginning of time. When I get the flu, I just want to put that out of my memory, because it's a bad experience. And when it passes, I just forget about it until someone brings the subject up again. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I remember the time when. And when we read God's Word, there are some events that we tend to put out of our mind because we've forgotten about it, or we don't think it actually applies to us, or we read it and it just makes us cringe, like the flu, And I want to talk to you about one of those sicknesses today. Now, it's not the flu, but it's more infectious than the flu. It's more contagious than COVID. It's more dangerous than the Black Death or bubonic plague. And we all have it. You may not know it, but you have the disease. And so do I. There's no fever or chills associated with it. There's no sore throat, no loss of taste or smell. And it's really hard to detect if you have it. Because in most cases, you feel just fine. And I'm talking about FPD, the finger pointing disease. Now, all diseases need an abbreviation, right? So, this is FPD, the finger pointing disease. And Jesus tells us about this disease in what we normally call the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. And this is found in Luke chapter number 18. Verse number nine starts by telling us who the target audience is. And it's the people who trust in themselves, people who consider themselves to be righteous, so much so that they look down on and despise others. Verse 10 tells us that two men went to the temple to pray. One is a tax collector, the other was a Pharisee. Now, what's the goal of going to the temple? To pray. In verses 11 and 12, We see that the Pharisee goes off into a corner to pray by himself, and he begins by saying, God, thank you that I'm not like other people. And then he starts giving God a list. He says, I'm not an extortioner. I'm not unjust. I'm not an adulterer. God, you know that I fast two times a week, and I'm faithful to tithe and give money to the temple. And he kind of glances across the room and essentially points his finger. And he says, God, I'm especially grateful that I'm not like that guy over there, the tax collector. And by telling this parable, Jesus wants the hearers to hold up a mirror and ask the question, who do you see in that mirror? Do you put yourself in a different category than the people around you? And what you need to know is that this is not just about one Pharisee who always went around accusing other people. No, no, it's about every single one of us who suffer with the same terrible finger-pointing disease that he had. Now, as you read this, try to package everything that's happening in your mind. A Pharisee and a tax collector reach the temple at the same time. Again, the goal is to pray. And prayer is a release valve for our nervous system. It's how we talk to God. It's the way we give thanks for his kindness. And it's a way we dump the daily stress from our lives, uh, our kids, our finances, our marriages. And during this prayer time, the Pharisee is thanking God because he's pretty happy with who he is and what God has allowed him to become. Now, a Pharisee was a man who loved God and his word. He focused on religion instead of politics. And the Pharisees were the ones who most often confronted Jesus and said, hey, 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 you're not in step with all of our religious rules. And they loved their traditions just as much as they loved God. They claimed that their traditions evolved from the time of Moses. So to them, Traditions were just as important as God's Word. Now, there's nothing wrong with traditions. There's nothing wrong with singing Joy to the World every Christmas. There's nothing wrong with watching the Detroit Lions lose every Thanksgiving. Well, they probably don't, but it it just seems that way. But it's when we determine that traditions are on equal footing and standing with God's Word that we get ourselves into trouble. Traditions are man-made. And although the Pharisees didn't think they lived a hypocritical life, more than one time in the Bible, Jesus looks at a Pharisee and said, you hypocrite. Matter of fact, Luke is telling us how a Pharisee thinks. He thinks he's a notch above other people. He says, I'm not like others. I'm not an extortioner. I'm I'm not an adulterer. And the text tells us He doesn't fast just once a week, but twice a week. And he does it for God. And he gives a tenth of all of his income, every dollar that he earns. He doesn't give a penny or a nickel on that, but an entire dime in the offering plate, 10%. And while we're quick to throw darts at this Pharisee, because we know the outcome of the story, let me ask you, how many of us Even measure up to the standard of the Pharisee. Do you fast two times a week? I don't. I fast one day a week until dinner, a half-day fast, but it's more for health reasons than my daily walk with God. But here's the point. The Pharisee is suffering from FPD, the finger-pointing disease, and he doesn't even know that he has it. Now, please notice the core of his prayer. Everything the Pharisee mentions starts with the word, I. Now, just look at the list. He's telling God what he's not, as if God actually needs to know that. He says, God, I'm thankful I'm not like other people. I'm not an extortioner. I'm not unjust. I'm not an adulterer. Then he switches from what he's not to what he is. Now, Lord, I'm good at fasting i do that twice a week. And I'm faithful to pay my tithes back to you. And don't miss this. Everything is me, me, me. It's as if he's using himself as the standard for righteousness. Now, if he would have lived in 2021, he'd probably say something like, well, Lord, I fill in my tax forms honestly. I'm not a drug dealer. I don't steal cars. I'm not a pyromaniac. I'm not a thief. I don't steal from my employer. I don't misuse funds available to those who earn less. I go to church regularly. You get the idea. But in between all the eyes, he points his finger at the tax collector and says, And most of all, God, I'm especially grateful I'm not like him. Why? Because he's showing us what our human nature is like and what our heart is capable of. But listen, you're not the standard by which righteousness is measured. And we tend to use the finger-pointing disease as our measuring stick. Yeah, yeah, I I know I do that, but so does she. And, And by the way, it's not all my fault. I mean, what he's doing is much worse than what I'm doing. Or she is just pure evil. Or hey, they are more in the wrong than I am. And listen, if we're being honest, we'll all have to admit that we suffer from the same finger-pointing disease as the Pharisee. And that's hard to accept. And what's harder yet is actually recognizing and confessing that we have a self-perception problem. Now, thankfully, this is not where Jesus stops his teaching— The story is not just about a puffed-up Pharisee, but also a tax collector. Tax collectors were absolutely despised. They were hated in those days. And not much has changed, really. I mean, nobody likes paying taxes. And Jerusalem was under Roman rule. Everyone paid taxes to Rome. And unless Rome sent a small detachment along with the tax collector, the people would kill the tax collector. So the Romans got smart and started hiring local citizens to collect the tax. And after they got the percentage that Rome wanted, they could then charge as much as they wanted for themselves as a service fee. And so countrymen were turned into traitors, and tax collectors became so hated. And really, this is one of the many reasons the Jews didn't accept Jesus. Because he spent so much time with tax collectors. Matter of fact, in in Luke chapter number five, verse number 30, you can see that the Pharisees and the scribes complained to his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Go back and read that verse again. Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? See, tax collectors were considered so low that they didn't even belong in the same category as sinners. Tax collectors and sinners. Tax collectors had their own category below the sinners. And so Jesus goes on to tell us about the tax collector who didn't point his finger at the other guy, but rather pointed it at himself. And he confessed to God, that he not only had a problem, but that he was the problem. You can read it in verse number 13. And he says, oh God, the problem doesn't lie with anyone else. It's me. I'm the sinner. I'm the one in need of grace that you've been talking about. And because of shame, he doesn't even dare lift his eyes to heaven. He beats his chest, which in that time was a sign of remorse. Now, how does God react to that? Oh, well, you're right. You're terrible. You're a sinner. I don't want anything to do with you. No. Jesus says in verse 14 that this man went back to his house justified. The Pharisee did not. And the Pharisee came to the temple thinking he was righteous, and he left the same way. The tax collector, however, came to the temple unrighteous, but left with the heart that was aligned with God. So here's the bottom line. How can we honestly point our fingers at someone else when God didn't do that to us? God had the right to point his finger and say, nope, you're too nasty, you're too vile, you're too sinful, you're totally unusable to me. But God has such a different plan, not to accuse us, but to save us. So, as we hold up our own mirrors today, who do you see? If you're suffering from FPD, just remember you're not the measuring stick. You're the person who needs God's grace the most. Well, thanks for joining me today. I hope it's been a help to you. Download the episode and forward it to a friend screenshot it repost it on your favorite platform post a positive review that will help others find the podcast thanks for tuning in we'll see you next time